Life is precious, and we all have the opportunity of living it to the fullest. Unfortunately, so few of us know how to manage it all. How do we account for our opportunities? How do we account for our time? How do we account for our relationships, health, spirituality, homes, finances, influence, and careers? How do we account for the one life we have to live? I am so glad you asked. In this program, you will find answers to all of these questions and more. Welcome to the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. What's happening, everybody? I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Account for Your Life podcast. Jay Moore, the healthy accountant, helping you to account for your life. And today we're going to talk quickly about the number one reason why small businesses fail. Guys, this is this is this is huge because because. Look, many, many of us have started businesses and we missed this one step and we wonder why after five, 10, maybe even 15 years, like, man, things are not working out. But a lot of times your business just goes away the first year. So let's jump right in this. So I was thinking about um, business owners. Why? Because, you know, that's that's who I am. It's also thinking about, you know, the fact that, you know, I, you know, I was just doing my challenge and working with business owners and, you know, and listening to, you know, the feedback, you know, that I've heard from businesses. And business owners, and I realized something. A lot of times, people, people, people are not sure. They're not sure what they want to do. They're not sure if this is the right thing that I should go into the market with. And so, today, we're just going to look at. We're going to look at what a business owner has to prove in order to make, in order to ensure that they have something that could potentially do well in the marketplace. And what is that? So, the Small Business Administration, and and every you know, Census Bureau and all these places, they do research. <laughs> so I don't have to do any research. All I have to do is go and find out what the Small Business Administration says, because there's over 30 million. I think there's like 30 something million small businesses right here, only in the United States. That's not worldwide. So here's what the Small Business Administration says. They says 80 percent, 80 percent of business, of small businesses, they, well, they don't say business owners. They just say of small businesses will fail the first year. And in the first, what, five, I think it's five years, it's like 50% is going to fail. So so let's think about this. If you're deciding, if you're thinking about going into business, the Small Business Administration is saying, look, man, you got a, you got a 20% chance you're going to win the first year. 20% because 80% of you guys and 80% of people in business owners and these types of businesses, all businesses typically are going to fail year one. So if you're going to fail, well, I'm not going to say you because I don't know that. But if a business is going to fail in the first year, what, how did they do that? Like, what didn't they do? Now, before I tell you exactly what it is that they didn't do, let's think about how you can, how a person can mitigate. Think about, you want to mitigate failure. You want to mitigate, you know, the fact that you've been, you've been thinking about going into business for maybe a year or two, five years, 10 years. You're like, man, I'm going to do it. You want to mitigate that and you want to bring down your risk. Warren Buffett, one of the greatest investors of all time, you know, most most people don't realize it took him a long time to get to where he is. He did. He did not wake up with a silver spoon in his mouth. He was not the number one investor. He did not have money when he got started. He just over time, he mitigated his own risk. That's what he did. And here's what he did. Here's one of the things I heard he's heard him say. He just focused. Listen, Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, whether you like them or not, they both said, if you focus, 
if you are just focused on the one on the one thing, and I'm gonna tell you, I, I felt that. I felt that. I, I, man, just recently, I, I I was thinking about going into next year. I may have to shed some things off, man. Like because at the end of the day, if if my goals are big enough, then that means that I. You, you can't do everything at the same time. You can only do, you can really only do one thing, one thing at a time. You know, there was, there was a time when, you know, what is it? Um, multitasking was big, right? When I was coming out of school and I'm going on interviews and then like, can you multitask? Yes, I can multitask. That is one of the, that, that philosophy just doesn't work because when you're trying to multitask, think about this, you're in business. You just started, you're trying to multitask. You're trying to do a lot of things at the same time. What's going to happen? Then what's going to happen is you're going to look up like, I didn't get anything done today. Or why is it taking me so long? Because we weren't focused. So so now focus, even, even though the SBA, they didn't talk about focus. They just said that, look, 80% fails. 80% is going to fail in the first year. And then the first two to five years, you're going to have 50% fail. And then I think it's like 65% won't make it 10 years. So if you were new in business, you wanted to mitigate risk. And that's and that. And so that's what I was saying. Like Buffett, he mitigates his risk. He mitigates his risk by not in the beginning. You do not want to spread out. You want to go very narrow. And in business, they call that niching down. So so we're not going to get into that specifically. But, you know, it's like, hey, just let me just do one thing. Hey, let me focus on one thing. Hey, let me let me let me narrow down the direction I'm going so that so that I can only go in one direction and not go in multiple directions. So that's 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 a way that you can mitigate risk. Another way to mitigate your risk is if you don't know something, then you probably gonna need to talk to somebody. If you don't know something, look, imagine starting a business. You don't know something. You know, um, you know, there's there's a business that a lot of people like to get into get into network marketing. Network marketing is one of these businesses. It just seems like everybody can win, but yet most people don't. It seems like that should be one of the most successful businesses that anybody can get into when it's not that. You could be in that business. I was in that business and I it was. Just, I said, man, you know, the, the business I was in, it was, um, what were they doing? It was, a, you know, where they had services like telephone and Internet, you know, and, you know, gas and electric security systems, like all the stuff that people need. Man, this should be a shoe in for a business. And for some reason, it, it just it just didn't blast off. It just didn't blast off. I, and now I can look back and say, well, the reason why I didn't blast off is because before I started or even while I got started, even though that there's people in the company that's probably doing well. But what I discovered is that people in the company that, that was doing well, they was doing all wrong. They just had influence. They had some influence. They were able to get some inf other influential people and they grew their team. They didn't grow the team because because people knew how to sell. <laughs> they didn't grow the team because more people knew the presentation. They didn't grow the team because not just because their product was the best, because a lot of times the products, the products are good. And but the products are usually a little bit more pricey. <laughs> Come on now, a little bit more pricey than than if you went somewhere else and bought a similar product. So so network marketing is a it's a great business model. It's just that most of us don't understand how to grow that business. Now I've seen some 
some people in the business that do very well. And and a one guy that, that I've been following for a long time, um, you know, guy's name is Ray Higdon. If you're in network marketing, you should know who Ray Higdon is. But he only teaches network marketers how to grow their business because that's what he did. He was a network marketer. And so Ray Higdon teaches people the basics, not just about marketing for your company, but, but how to really build it. So that means you're going to have to find somebody who can help you, who can help you stay focused, who can keep leading you in the right direction. Now, but at the end of the day, here's what the SBA came up with. They said, well, most people don't go to the market. They, they, they may not go to the market with something that solves a problem that people actually want solved. Hmm. That's the thing. Listen, if, we, if you go to the supermarket this morning, if you went to, you know, if you're going to buy Christmas gifts, these companies, they do advertising, right? But here's the thing. You go in there, you go on the shelf. Nobody's walking around with you. You go on the shelf and you say, oh, that's what I want. You go to the supermarket. You say, oh, that's the food that I want. You, you know, you go to get some, you go out to dinner. Like last night, you know, my son's like, oh, let's go out to dinner. You know, it's like, we're going to go where we want to go. We, we're not going to go someplace where, where we don't want to go. So we're only going to spend money in places where we want to spend money. So as a business owner and as someone who's going to start a small business, one of the main things that I think that was on day one, you got, you got what is the problem you're going to solve? I think that said that in day one of my challenge last week. What's the problem you will solve in the marketplace? What is the problem? And so so here's here's what's interesting. Most of us, when we start a business, we're. Unfortunately, we're just like, oh, I got to make some money. And you do. <laughs> you do have to make some money. And but most of us aren't willing to do the first things in order to get to that. We're willing to do all the other things. Oh, well, I can set this up and I can create this and I can just do all these, you know, create some spreadsheets. And No, no, no. What would you have to do? First, you have to understand the problem you're going to solve. And then you got to step into the marketplace. Yesterday, I was watching a podcast. Um, this guy named, uh, I forgot his name, Pineda on YouTube, but he was he was interviewing a guy named Jared Glant. Jared Glant is the president of Cardone Enterprises. You know who Grant, Grant Cardone is? He's, you know, look him up. So Grant Cardone Enterprises, they they are they are a just just a company that sells things, helps people to sell better, helps people to make more money, helps helps people to grow their business. And Jared was talking on the podcast. He was just like, he says, dude, like one of the things that they do, which it, if they didn't have the internet, they would still win, is that they just pick the phone up. <laughs> he says they pick the phone up and call people. I, I want you to consider this as we, you know, we're almost going to let you go in about two minutes. I want you to consider this today. If you had to pick the phone up and make phone calls all day, <laughs> this is, I know this is probably like, <gasps> pick the phone up and call. Yeah, look, look. I mean, I did an experiment with myself because I didn't like it either, um, and because I was at the time I was working with Cardone, and that's what they they push you to do. And I was I was dialing every day. I would I, would, I got a phone over here. I would pick the phone up every day, make about anywhere from twenty five to fifty calls a day, just cold calling people, just cold calling people. Hey, you know, and it was hard, but you know, after a while, I realized that most people are gonna say no anyway. What I discovered is that. Picking the phone up, that's the catalyst. And I says, man, I, and I'm, I'm sitting thinking about this right now for my business because, because that's one of the things that most people don't necessarily want to do. But now you do have to have marketing. 
you have to have marketing. But before you can get to marketing, and really before you can sell, you don't want to make this mistake. And what's the mistake? You want to make sure you have something that solves a problem in the marketplace. Guys, I got to be honest here because solving a problem, solving a, just, just because you like it doesn't mean it's going to solve somebody's problem. You could like it all you want, but that doesn't mean somebody wants it. You got to actually know that somebody wants something. And when you know that somebody wants something, and look, guys, I'm talking to myself too. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sitting because I'm still growing the business. So I have to keep, I have to keep analyzing, well, what am I doing? Is it working? Should I adjust? Which I continue to adjust. You got to be willing to change. You know, you have to be willing to change. And one of the things that, one of the things that I discovered about myself is that from, from the time I was born, I always wanted to change into the person that I know I could be. I always wanted that, you know, I, you know, I stuttered, um, you know, I was shy, you know, an introvert, fear of public speaking, um, just didn't like being, I, I didn't mind being in crowds, but I was always nervous. Um, what, what, one of the things that helped me was playing sports, playing, playing sports help. But anyway, so we're not going to go down that rabbit trail, but I just want to leave you with this. If you have a business, your job, your number one job is to make sure that it solves a problem. Because, because you have to make sure it solves a problem that people want solving. That's the first thing. If they need it, look, I've been in a need business. Accounting is a need business. Tax is a need business. People really don't want to do it. And luckily, they have to do taxes. So, so taxes is somewhat at least higher on their list at least once a year. <laughs> so, so, so that business can grow well. It's just that a lot of times most of us don't know how to make it grow. Most of us don't know what to say, how to position it, how to how to make the most money in it. So I want you to think about this today as we close today. What problem do you solve? And does that problem, is that the same problem that people want to have solved? I want you to think about that today. And I want you to make sure you write that out. If you have a business, if you don't have a business, you can do this at your job, right? Because, because you're solving a problem as well at your job. And one of the problems that people have, well, not, well, you may have noticed, but people are just working just to get their paycheck. I guarantee you, you make more money if you went in with the problem mindset. But that's for another day. We'll talk about that another day soon. But at any rate, make sure you know what the problem is and you make sure people know what, know what that problem is and they want it solved. And then that's when you want to mitigate your risks. You want to make sure you want to make, get, find somebody, find somebody who can help you if you don't know something. Find someone who can help you if you don't know some. I, I've, pent, I've spent probably almost $200,000 on help. You know, sometimes it was really good, but I always get something from whatever somebody gives me because, because at the end of the day, you're going to need to create your own at some point. But until then, get some help. Find some other people that, that, that's going in the direction that you would like to go and I think that'll be a first start. So don't make that mistake. Solve the problem. Guys, I appreciate you for joining me for this episode of the Account for Life podcast. This is Jamie Moore, a healthy account, helping you to account for life. What's going on, Sonia? Uh, helping you to account for life. God bless. I will see you on the next episode. Peace. Thanks for joining us, listening friends. We are so glad you invested this time with us. Always remember, you only have one life to live. So live it to the fullest. This has been the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. Until next time, make it a great day.